0: You are listening to the Advisor Solutions Podcast, episode 71. Welcome to the Advisor Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Finley, president of Advisor Solutions. Have you ever wondered what your business would be like if you didn't have any tools? Would you, or even could you, be successful? And do you ever think about the tools that you don't have? (laughs) The ones that could actually take you to the next level? Well, most likely you don't. And if so, know this you are not alone. Most financial advisors, insurance agents, wholesalers, branch managers, and even agency managers don't know the tools that they need to be even more successful. And they don't even know it. And the reason they don't know it is because they've never really identified the challenges in their business and uncovered the right tools that are the solutions to help them get the success that they've always wanted. Unfortunately, most advisors and agents just accept the challenge as that's just the way it is. So what do you do? Well, you've got two choices. You can keep doing what you're doing, and you're going to keep getting what you're getting. Or you could learn the Advisor Solutions Toolbox. That's what we're going to talk about today. The top seven tools that you need in order to get to the next level. So, if you're ready to learn the tools to help you get to the next level, then stick around. So why this topic? Why would you want to learn the Advisor Solutions Toolbox? Well, if the only tool that you have is a hammer, then you tend to view every problem as a nail. In other words, if you don't have the right tools, you may not survive. Or... You may be able to survive, but certainly not thrive. That's why I wanted to do this podcast today, because I want you to understand that having the right tools can make all the difference. It can be the thing that takes you from the production plateau to the next level. So, what we're going to do is we're going to cover three things in this podcast. First, the evolution of Advisor Solutions tools so that you understand how the toolbox began. Second, the top seven advisor's tools so that you can understand the right tools to use right now to get to the next level. And third, how to build your own toolbox so that you're able to create your own tools. Now, before we jump into those three things that we're going to learn in this podcast, I need to ask you a few questions. What would your business be like and your life be like if you knew exactly what tools you needed to succeed Would you feel energized? Would you feel empowered? Would you like your business more? And would you apply what you learned? If the answer is yes, then let's begin. The Evolution of Advisor Solutions Tools When I began in the business in 1993, I shared a computer with a colleague. I also shared the office. And although the computer had a CRM tool, I didn't have access to the internet. So I essentially used it to keep track of new clients and current prospects and and when to follow up with them. Today, most advisors and agents not only have, a, have access to the, an elaborate CRM, but they have a whole host of information, software and hardware, to assist them in managing clients as well as prospects. However, a CRM It's got its limitations too, and as such, I was finding for my coaching clients over the years that additional tools were a necessity. And it reminds me of my first client in January 2004, Annie. Annie was a rookie financial advisor who was literally my first client. She had a charismatic nature, strong work ethic, and true desire to succeed. And I'd been coaching her for a, for a while on a weekly basis around challenges and solutions that would help her get past that survival stage that she was in. Now, during my early years of coaching, I only had one tool to give to any client. And my clients would fill out what I called the pre-session questions, which were just seven questions on a questionnaire that helped me better understand the details around what sort of obstacles they were going through that, that week. And it remains a part of my coaching process today for my clients to fill out the pre-session questions so I could know exactly what tools and techniques and strategies and solutions that we need to review or, or talk about. But back then, I'd only created one tool. That was it. And I remember the conversation, which went like this. Annie, did you apply what I taught you last week? Uh, no, she said. I forgot most of it, and a lot of what we talked about just kind of slipped my mind after we got off the phone. And there was a strange silence on the phone as she started to choose her words carefully. And she said, quote, Do you ever write this stuff down? That way I could read it over and, and at least have the tools we talked about in our coaching session. And I could reference them when I try to apply the solution each week. I remember my stomach sank right then when I realized that I was making her life harder. And I remember my reply when I said, no. I I just explained what works and then you go out and do it. I guess I should write this stuff down. That way, you know, you'd have something to, to reference. And there it was, the cold, hard truth. Having a conversation about the solutions wasn't enough. What clients needed most were tools. They needed templates, and just like that, the evolution of the Advisor Solutions Toolbox was born. You see, every time I had a solution, I created a tool or a template so that my clients would have something to reference, and over the course of a few years anyway, I realized that most financial advisors, insurance agents, wholesalers, branch managers, and agency managers had the same challenges. And when I would run into a challenge that I didn't have a solution for, I'd research it. I'd research the subject, and then I'd find the solution. I'd try and find a tool and implement the solution. Or I would learn a new tool or teach myself the tool itself and then teach it to my clients. If I couldn't find the tool, I'd create the tool. Eventually, I actually had over 40 different tools and resources that I ended up creating over the course of a few years and creating tools and templates on every kind of subject you can think of. <laughs> and as a result, I created an extensive toolbox of advisor solutions tools to help advisors and agents. And I'm sure by now that you're starting to understand that having the right tools is, is important to get the job done, to get to the next level. And I wish we had, we had time for me to go over all the tools because at this point, there are a lot of them. Unfortunately, we don't have time to do all of that in one podcast. But we do have time to cover the top seven advisor tools. And that is what we're going to talk about next. The top seven advisor tools. Okay, so one of the hardest things to do is to take a large toolbox and condense it down to seven tools. That would be like asking a, a master carpenter to do the same thing. So he'd probably look at two tools that do the same job, and like a hammer or a, a nail gun, and ask himself, which one can do a better job faster? <laughs> so it would be kind of like if he was looking at building a deck for you and he had hundreds of deck screws and he'd ask himself, well, do I want to use the screwdriver or the drill? You get the point. But the reason that I'm limiting this podcast to seven tools is because we just don't have time to, for me to cover all of the tools. So let's jump in to the first tool. Tool number one. The bottom line list. One of the hardest things for advisors and agents to do is to master time management. That's because they live, and you live, in a reactive world. And, when I was in production, I found that difficult, too. (laughs) I'd get interrupted all the time, just like you do. That is, until I discovered the secret to mastering time management. See, the secret to mastering time management is really a two-part formula. It's structure to the day plus interruption management. And that's why the first two tools really needed to to be addressed today really are around this formula. So let's talk about the first tool, the structure to the day. See, the solution comes in the form of a tool that I created called the bottom line list. Here's what it's all about. The bottom line list is a time management tool for building structure into the day. And it's it's designed to map out your top five bottom-line activities each day and compartmentalize those activities into 45-minute time blocks with a 15-minute break in between each time block. And this tool is essentially a game. So think of it as a game that you can play every day. And if you accomplish at least four out of five activities in the game, you win the game. And if not, you lose the game. And when you assign a reward or a punishment system to winning or losing the game, you've got an incentive to stick to the activities. So let's take a look at the five bottom line activities that I recommend to all advisors and agents so that they have structure to the day. Number one, prospecting new people. The reason you want to do prospecting new people is so that you're always adding new people to the pipeline. Number two, Client servicing, so that you get back to your clients and keep them happy. Number three, prospect follow-up, so that you continue to move people through the pipeline. Number four, preparing for appointments or being in appointments, so that you continue gathering assets and growing your book. Number five, miscellaneous. Like I said, it's a game, so what you want to do is make sure you take care of everything and if anything slips through the cracks, you want to do it during your miscellaneous time so that you get everything done. You see, when you do this, when you play this game for 45 minutes and you do it for all day, for five hours of the day, of the eight hours, it's not so difficult to have structure during the day. And if you reward and punish yourself, you'll stick to your, your process. And... It works. And the reason that it works is because what you're doing is you're solving half of the equation. You're creating that structure that I talked about. But you have to be ready for interruptions. And that is what we're going to talk about next. Tool number two, the time matrix to do. So once you apply the bottom line list, you'll get interrupted. It's going to happen. In fact, one of my clients years ago said the bottom line list works great from 8 o'clock to 8.30. Now, I had to ask after that. I said, what happens at 8.30? And she said, that's when I get interrupted. So I told her, well, that's because you're not using the time matrix to do, and you're only doing half the equation. What I was explaining to her is that if she managed those interruptions and her tasks, she would basically not have to be putting out fires all day long. She could stick to her structure and at a specific time of the day, go back and basically take care of whatever fires needed to be done during her client servicing time or miscellaneous or the other three hours that weren't really the time matrix to do. And doing this process will help her get to the next level. So the challenge, again, is managing the tasks and the interruptions. And the solution is to use the time matrix to do. So let me explain what the time matrix to-do is. Years ago, I had a 42-item to-do list. I was so busy that my voicemail was full, and my assistant reminded me that your voicemail is full, and I said, I know. I don't want to empty it because more people will call me. That's when I stumbled across a book called First Things First by Stephen Covey. Maybe you've heard of it. He had a process that he called the time management matrix. Actually, I thought he invented it, but he didn't. Basically, he split every task into four quadrants. And I simplified that. I simplified what he said with important and urgent, important not urgent, and so on. I simplified it to number one is a now item. I got to do it right now. Number two, a today item. Number three, this week. And number four, whenever. then I put it into a to-do list on an Excel spreadsheet. And I put those four columns after every one of my to-dos. And once I started using this tool, I realized that this tool was a game-changer. <laughs> Here's what it did for me. What I realized was is that after I prioritized all tasks, I was more in control. I really only had seven things that needed to get done right away, instead of 42, which I thought I did. And a lot of the tasks that, that were to be done were really Needed to be done this week, not right now. So, if you need to get control of your time and your activities, stop putting out fires all day and really get organized. Use that tool, the Time Matrix to Do, and I'm confident that you'll get control of your time as well. Let's go to the next tool. Tool number three, the Mind Space Exercise. So as I was looking at all the tools, I thought to myself, I want to help people understand how to handle and manage time management. We talked about that. But I also want them to help understand how to manage themselves. You see, staying positive all the time is not easy. In fact, sometimes external events can affect your internal state of mind. And it can get to where some advisors and agents just don't want to continue in the business, or they don't even want to get out of bed. And that's called situational depression. Now, that's why I designed the Mindspace exercise. Let me tell you what I mean. Years ago, I was talking to a a client who had been a client, and then we took a break for a few years. Well, I, I called her out of the blue, or I sent her an email. We set up a time to talk, and she mentioned to me that she was situationally depressed. And so think of it this way. If there's certain events that happen over and over again, it can put you into a state of mind that isn't good. And that's what was happening to her. The interesting thing is it's kind of like making cookies. Here's what I mean. If you have the right ingredients at the right time, at the right temperature, you're going to make cookies every single time. And here's the thing. The ingredients she had right there weren't really... So good. So here's what we needed to do. We needed to increase her positive things in her life. We needed to have a process for changing her mind, her mind space. So here's what I did I sat down with her and I talked to her about the three positive triggers that she could have in the morning. What are three things that she could do every morning before she started? She knew right away. She said, work out, do yoga. And also, meditate for 15 minutes. Next, she applied those, and then she sent me an email, which was her Mindspace exercise rating. In other words, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being lowest, 10 being highest, where are you? So she started off at about 3, which wasn't good. She said actually she'd be at a 1 if she wasn't doing this. And then, she eventually got to 5s then sevens and eights, and eventually got to nines and tens. You see, she was sending me an accountability email every morning to tell me her Mindspace numbers and what she did. Did she do the activities? We did the same thing in the afternoon. The interesting thing is about this exercise is that every time I've done this with someone for 30 days, their Mindspace number goes up, and they get out of their situational depression and they have fun, and they like their business more, and they get more success, and they start to just change their mind space. They start to just focus on the positive. So it's an important tool. Let's go to the next tool. Tool number four, the advisor's edge. Okay, so this is a tool that you absolutely need. If you want to get to the next level, and set more appointments to fill up your pipeline. Think of this tool as a GPS for your, your conversations. But before I tell you about what it is, let me explain where it came from. Years ago, I had a client who was trying to overcome objections. So what I did is I recommended that he, he take note cards and he put an objection on the front and the rebuttal on the back. And just write those out, as many as he could think of, so in our next coaching session, I asked him, did you do it? And he said, no, I didn't. I said, well, you got to do it in order to get to the next level. You've got to get through these objections. And he said, well, I actually did something better. I think you're going to like it. And so he showed me an Excel spreadsheet and he mapped out a flowchart of an initial conversation. And then he hyperlinked all the responses to the various tabs that he had on the Excel spreadsheet. So anytime that he had a conversation... And he didn't know what to say he could just click that button on the objection that he heard and it would go directly to the rebuttal so this i coined as the advisor's edge because if you think about it you've got an edge over the competition you've got an edge over that person that you're speaking to because you know exactly what you're going to say it was genius and here's what this tool did for him and countless other advisors and agents since I started using this tool and teaching this tool, and I created a whole group coaching program around it. This tool gets you so polished, I can take a brand new rookie advisor and help them to sound like they've been in the business for 30 years. And it doesn't take very long. The reason is because I've attached several techniques to the tabs on the Advisor's Edge worksheet. And here's what I mean. The first tab is really a tab for what to say in the first 30 seconds. Then there's another tab for how to handle the objections, but not just one type. (laughs) You've got three different types of objections. The smoke screen, the objection resolution model, and feel felt found. So what you're doing right away is you know exactly what to do to handle objections. Then I've got a tab for questions to ask. It's called spin selling. There's a tab to help you Remind yourself that it's called the filler formula to make a better connection. It's just a formula. Question, answer, filler. Then there's a tab to reconnect. So if the prospect is kind of edgy, no pun intended, you know exactly what to do. You just click there and go right across the row. You know exactly what to say. There's a tab to agree with them. It's called the agreement close. It's a close that I created, which is super easy. You just agree, benefit, and close. But there's a tab for it, and there's examples. The point is, this is just a fraction of this tool and what it can do for you. It's basically, like I said, a conversational GPS system that keeps you on track to set more appointments. (laughs) That tool is a game changer. And if you want to put more people into the pipeline, that's the tool you're going to want to use. Let's go to the next tool. Tool number five, the new business strategy list. Once you start using the advisor's edge worksheet, you're going to need a place to put all those new prospects and keep them organized. That's why I created the new business strategy list. You see the new business strategy list is kind of like a glorified pipeline and it's designed on an Excel spreadsheet, but it's got 17 columns that make up three separate sections of the tool. You see, each section has a specific purpose to help the advisor or agent understand the prospect better, as well as strategize to move them to the next step. In order to better understand this tool, you may want to create your own, your own new business strategy list as I read through the different sections. So section one is really the prospect's information. And section one is really made up of five columns, column headings that is, in order to get a clear picture of the prospect's information. Here's what they are. The date, the name of the the prospect, the dollar amount found in investable assets, insurance policy type, and policy face amount, if you're thinking about doing insurance. So every time you add someone to the new business strategy list, this first section needs to be filled out. Second section understanding what stage of the pipeline they're in. This section two is really made up of four columns, four column headings, in which you get a clear picture of what stage of the pipeline they're in. Stages are this. Stage one, the initial contact. Stage two, the first appointment, which is a discovery meeting. Stage three, the second appointment, which is the closing meeting. And stage four, referrals or calling them back because you didn't close. So for each prospect in the new business strategy list, you need to know what stage they're at. And what we do is we put a number one in that stage, in that box, and I've I've designed the stage columns to automatically total at the bottom so we can see how many people are actually at each stage at any given time. And eventually, I came up with a, a simple color coding system green, yellow, and red. Green means you have an appointment coming up. Yellow means you need to do something to set an appointment. And red means the prospect stopped it. And there's not going to be an appointment. Section three is really about understanding the strategy for each prospect. So in section three, it's really made up of the next four column headings in order to create a strategy for each prospect. And there are things such as notes, Challenges, solutions, and action steps. It's interesting that in this section, you you typically run into the same challenge time and time again, and it requires the same solution and the same action step. Okay, so the next part is where I come in, the strategy. So what I do is I help my clients to know what to do to get to the next step. Section four, recording the outcome. Section 4 is really made up of the final four column headings, which are really about recording the outcome. And really what we're doing is we're, we're recording the final four headings in order to record the outcome once the sale is closed. They are assets gathered, fees and commissions from the assets, fees and commissions from the insurance, if you're doing insurance, and done. And when you follow this process, of filling out the new business strategy list, and I coach around it, you get success and you go to the next level. So let's take a look at the next tool. Tool number six, the second appointment worksheet. This is a tool that I absolutely believe that everyone needs. See, it's a tool that maps out your entire closing appointment. It's what I call the second appointment. The reason you need this is because if we've never talked before, it's likely that you've never heard about this tool. You don't know what it does, but it works. Now, people hate to be sold, but they love to buy. And I've said that for years. And people buy when they understand why. Why they should buy. So this worksheet helps you to map out a step-by-step process for getting them to buy. And here are the steps. Steps and the psychology behind each. Number one, small talk. So small talk, when you know what you're going to talk about, it helps drop their anxiety. makes a connection. Number two, summary. A summary of what you will talk about drops their anxiety again because they know what you're going to talk about. Number three, the prospects, questions, comments, concerns. Now, what this does is it helps you to find the, what I call the pre-objection. In other words, the objection they had when they came in to see you. Number four, current portfolio. What this does is create credibility. Number five, the advisor's questions, comments, concerns. This is the heart of the whole thing. This is where they come to a conclusion that they need blank, and you are about to recommend it. Number six, the advisor's recommendations. This just reinforces why they should buy Number seven, objections. You're going to get those. You always have and you always will. Number eight, the objection resolution model. Now, this is a strategy to get through the objection, to go to number nine, which is actually close, to close them. So when you use this, it works. In fact, it works so well that years ago, I taught this to one of my clients. He closed 20 out of 21 prospects in a row after he learned how to do this. It worked for him, and it can work for you too. Let's go to the last tool. Tool number seven, the advisor's business wheel. This is the tool that you need when you're not sure if your business is balanced. In fact, it's the first tool I ever created, and it's the reason why I created Advisor Solutions. Here's how it works. You create a circle And then make a pie chart with eight different slivers of the pie. Label each of these slivers as the eight most important facets of the business. Here's what they are. Time management, prospecting, sales, relationship building, client servicing, marketing, product knowledge, and managing accounts. Now, here's what you do. You rate yourself in each of these facets, one to ten, one being the highest, ten being the lowest. So... Think of it this way: If you're a ten, you're at the crust of the pie, and you could be a tens all the way across the entire advisor's business wheel, but most likely you're not. So, you rate yourself, you plot the points, and then you connect the dots. And it reminds me of a story years ago, when I was meeting with a financial advisor in downtown Minneapolis. And this guy had been in the business for twenty-five years, and He met with me, and we had a great conversation, and I had him do this exercise while I was there. And in the final step, I had him connect the dots. And he was a little confused when he looked at his advisor's business wheel and and just kind of didn't know what to make of it. And I said, Tom, if we walked out to your parking ramp at the end of the day, and you looked at your driver's side wheel, What would you do if it looked exactly like your advisor's business wheel? He quickly lifted up his head and he looked at me and he said, I'd change it. When do we begin? And he became a client. You see, the point is, is that you most likely have areas of your business that you need to work on. And as such, your business is imbalanced. And if that's the case, you need this tool. (music) How to build your own toolbox. So I said that we covered three things in this podcast. First, the evolution of Advisor Solutions tools. Check, we did that. Second, the top seven advisor tools. Check, we did that too. Now what we're going to talk about is how to build your own toolbox so that you know how to create your own tools if you want to. What you probably know by now is that Having the right tools can mean the difference between being on a production plateau and getting to the next level. What you might not know is that these seven tools are merely scratching the surface. In fact, like I said before, the reason that I covered only seven tools was because we just don't have enough time. But what I think is more important is that you know how to create your own tools. So here's a simple process that you can use to do just that. Number one, do the advisor's business wheel exercise. It'll help you understand where you're, you need some help. Number two, find a facet of the business that you rated yourself pretty low in. Number three, ask yourself what's the number one challenge and be honest with yourself. Number four, then do some research. Try to find the solution. Number five, when you're doing the research, you could go to Google or, or other advisors or, or books or even contact me and I'll explain what the solution is. But you need to find the tool or the technique that supports that. Number six, when you find the tool or technique, go out and apply it. And number seven, do it again. You see, what you've done is that you've added a tool to your toolbox. Now, an additional way to build your toolbox is to start with tools that I've already created. Just as I took Stephen Covey's book, First Things First, and read about the time matrix management exercise to create my tool called the time matrix to do that I told you about, well, you could do the same thing. You could do that from both of my books to build variations of tools that I've created. Why reinvent the wheel? Instead, put a piece of rubber around it and call it a tire if you want. The point is that both of my books have sections on tools. And if you wanted to know more about my books, just listen to the previous episode, episode 70, Advisor Life, a business coach's collection of short stories with tools, techniques, and transformational moments. And next week, next week's podcast, it'll be about my first book, 101 Advisor Solutions, a financial advisor's guide to strategies that educate, motivate, and inspire. Either book will help you, and it'll help you Start to build a library of tools that you can use on your own so that you can create your own tools, create your own toolbox. Well, thank you for listening to this Advisor Solutions Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you can listen each week. Also, check us out on the web at advisorsolutionsinc.com. And finally, if you like what you heard, and you want to know more about the Advisor Solutions Group Coaching Program or the Advisor Solutions Individual Coaching Programs, please email me at dan at I would be happy to set up a free coaching session if that's what you'd like. Again, that's dan at Please join us next week as we help advisors and agents build a better business. One solution at a time.